Moving in the darkness of the cosmos is an evil and mysterious planet named Gordis. This is Star Force. to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. And I'm Joe. And today we are talking about Star Force, not to be confused with the fictional supervillain team that fight the Avengers. <laughs> Do you guys know about Star Force? I don't. No. They show up before this game. If you Google search, uh, a lot of things do, including the Mega Man Star Force series. It's a pretty generic name. Wait, this isn't the like most popular thing called Star Force. This is a, there's certain points where if you just type in Star Force, you're more likely to get Star Wars like Force Awakens. <laughs> oh, you know, or, like, uh, like that's Dark how, Forces, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a video yeah. game. <laughs> that's just Keep how. It. Wait, is that really? Dark Force, Dark oh, Forces, right? Dark yeah, Star that's, Wars, Dark Forces. Yeah, that's yeah, the. Isn't that's that true. the first? It's uh, one of them. Like. Uh, it's up there. Jedi Knight yeah. game, right? Oh, okay. Very cool. Well, you know, Star Wars games are good again now. Yeah. Big again, rather. Not good again. Yeah. We don't know if <laughs> don't they're get good ahead yet. ourselves. Yeah. But, um, you know, the Je- what's that? Fallen Order? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's going to be game. a game. Um, the Probably movies have shit the bed, but we, we always have the games. So right. they're okay. We always have the old movies, too. That's the thing. is like, right. people, you always got 1977. Yeah. You can make anything you want now. <laughs> and we're in 87, and we're talking about Star Force. Yeah. We're, we'll definitely get into that right away, but I just want to talk real fast, if you don't mind, about development for the game. This game was made by Tecmo. Uh, at the time, they were called Tekon, um, but it says Tecmo on their thing, too, so I don't know why. Maybe they were going through the transition point. Anyway... We know Tecmo today for Dead or Alive, Ninja Gaiden, um, Deception. That's on this list. Yeah, of we like know them for titles that. Titles you would know them for, but I certainly don't know them. And then uh, Rygar is the one that we know them for right now. And Rygar was a solid game, right? I, I like Rygar. I voted Essential. But nice. I like okay. Rygar a lot. Yeah. I still yeah. like Rygar. Uh, Fatal Frame. That's oh. another game that Tecmo does. And obviously Tecmo Bowl. Uh, which we will get to. That's right. So these are all games that Tecmo is known for, but they started just to, just to get a little bit into the deep lore of Tecmo. <laughs> Tecmo started as the Imperial Trustee Corporation, a company that specialized in the management of building maintenance, including the supplying of cleaning equipment. When, so what? Clearly, they're they clearly they're bound to make video games at some point or another, right? As they are the corporation responsible they for also, building maintenance. They also like used to trade tea in the like South yeah. Indies or right. something. So I mean, like, look, Nintendo started as a card company, but that's closer. That's than a this. game you thing. Know? Yeah, that's a game thing. They do eventually. The game connection does happen though, because in July of 1969, the company started to sell entertainment amusement equipment. So like things that you would Still see a at far an amusement cry from park. Cleaning equipment. But they're getting there, you know. And I just think it's really interesting that like they go from like this very far away thing to like, oh, we make amusement park equipment to let's just start making video games. People like that. That's so weird. So uh, they go from the Imperial Trustee Corporation to Techon to Tecmo, and now they're Koei Tecmo. Oh. There was a point where Square was going to buy them, actually, but that fell through, and instead Koei got them. Well, I mean, I think that Square kind of is – 
fine without them. So it's not, not a big divergence yes, point. Yes. <laughs> and Hudson Soft maybe developed the NES port. Uh, it, it's listed uh, with them in there, but uh, Tecmo definitely published both the NES and Japanese version. But Tecmo definitely also made the arcade version. However, despite the U.S. arcade version being titled Megaforce, Tecmo decided to release the NES version under the original name Star Force. Do we have a preference? Would you have preferred Megaforce? I think that Star Force is fine. I think Star yeah. Force is better. Actually. I think, I think I somehow, Star Force is a hair better than it's, Megaforce. It was, it's, I didn't even think because we were just talking about it. I, I have no idea how they could have thought of something even less like creative as Star Force. Right, right. And, and as, as I say, like, like Star Force at least has like a, a modicum more of like <laughs> telling you what it is. Mega Force are just two words that don't mean anything together. <laughs> and isn't it funny that there are three Mega Man Star Force games and like Mega and Star are both in the consideration for this title and then Mega yeah. Man just like completely eclipses them? <laughs> so whether you search for... Mega Force or Star Force, you're going to probably wind up with Mega Man Star Force <laughs> 1, 2, or 3 on the Game Boy Advance, oh boy. I think. Game Boy Advance. All right, so we can just move into first impressions. Sean? So Star Force, it's a shmup, right? Yeah, we should we should let people know. It is a shmup. I, I thought that we would have maybe some brief respite. It's still going. Uh, so I like to think that, you know, shmups are made in a factory. And, you know, first you get like a – you get the – the template of a shmup and they're just, you know, they're, they're pressed in like into some kind of material. And then they, they go down this assembly line, this conveyor belt, and then they get their, they get their power ups added and they get their levels added. And I think that in this analogy, star force fell off the assembly line right before it got any of that stuff. And it, it really is just the template of a shmup. To me. Okay. Sounds good. Joe? I was actually going to say exactly what Sean said. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I had similar feelings. I, I don't know if I was maybe as angry with it because I'm already, I already have... I say this every single time, which I just recently realized how often I say this whenever we play a shmup. But I already have this bias from like oh, another shmup. So when I got into playing it, I was like, yeah, this is what I expected. It, 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 didn't, it didn't impress me much, but it was felt like just like the purest shmup. I play a lot of video games and... I did not get to play a lot of shmups growing up, but they did intrigue me. So I'm not tired of shmups yet. However, this is just, this is crazy. Like, we thought 1942 was pretty bare bones. And I'm willing to say it's still pretty much close to the bottom. This game, though, it it truly is, it's bizarre at this point, especially coming from the same people that brought us Rygar, which was so innovative and different and reaching for something now i get like it's probably two different teams within or whatever but this is just it doesn't make any sense you know to sean's point here where is the rest of the shmup genre in this game basically i've seen game maker you know yeah exactly i've seen game maker games that could include more than what star force is giving us here like is it a is this a, a port or something? Like when did, when did the arcade version come out? Was there an arcade version? There was an arcade version, and to be honest, it's it doesn't look like anything is missing in the NES version in terms of gameplay things. Like they're still losing the power the the power ups. Yeah, and stuff like but that. was it like a long time ago? Let's see. Star Force came out in the arcade in 1984. So yeah, oh. mm-hmm. well maybe that's why. Yeah, why would they why would they publish this game if if so many leaps have have gone by in this genre money 
<laughs> yeah, maybe it had a name that you know people would be like would buy because they remembered it, or because, or they, because of Star Wars. It's close, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah. Like, remember, we talked about that with Star Voyager too. Like yeah. thinking of Star Wars and Star Trek Voyager, right. <laughs> just mixing both of them and hoping somebody gets yeah. confused and buys it for their kid who likes Star Wars yeah, or Star Trek. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, w- I will say that you know coming into this, I, I I'm pretty pretty negative on this game. But uh, just hearing how negative you guys are, I do feel the need to say my positive thoughts. I feel like I have a few positive thoughts that that might that you guys might not agree with. But I thought that it being at least for like someone who's a fan of shmups, it being so bare bones, you might still just enjoy. I, like I still think that it's like a clean gameplay experience. And yeah, there's not really any power ups and not like anything else to do. But if you want to just have that like button mashing dodge you know just like the purest shmup experience i can see people definitely enjoying this game like i don't know yeah i i, I think it's, it's definitely not for me especially because it's a genre i don't care for with nothing extra about it but i, I can see like someone who's just like i just want to just try and shoot things without any like extra help or anything like that and it's a pretty tough game too it's an, it's an important viewpoint to have i don't know if i'd agree with tough game uh, I, I, think it, I think. Well, here's here's the thing. It's tough because they don't give you any of those power ups that we're used to in shmups. But I would offer that this game is like a, a training for for like getting better at shmups because you have to just get better at anticipating your targets yeah. and knowing when where right, where right. They, you know like where they're going to be versus shooting where they are because that's like right. the it's, first it, yeah. you know lesson in shmups. It feels like it's it's very much based on like your skill like nothing else there's like one power up but like nothing else is going to help you you're just you have to dodge those bullets you and and the one power up is a a rapid fire right Right. which a turbo button could have solved and and that being said though i i think that's i think we're we're alluding to an idea that this game while it's bland and really doesn't offer anything new is still like really competent and yeah it's it doesn't have any huge bugs and it uh it doesn't have huge slowdown but there's a design there's a design decision with uh with the use of color in this game which makes it really hard for like significant portions where all of the projectiles that are coming for you are almost like a, just a shade off of the background where you're they're shooting white projectiles at you on just off white ground below them and it's just really hard to keep track of everything, especially if you have, like, if you're a little colorblind or something. Right, like, and this yeah. is a problem uniform across all versions of the game. This thing did get ported around a lot, but even the original arcade version has that problem of just, like, not being even Clear. aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the tiles on, on what, what would you call them, like, asteroids or I guess whatever? So. Yeah, the tiles on asteroids look is just not a great look. And, you know, not not to, like knock on the enemies or anything like that but they're also they're determined in patterns and in waves and so they don't like they don't offer any element of surprise and they're very uninteresting right yeah. there's like there's like a very you i feel like i only i only played to like level three or four or something but yeah, this is i bad. feel like i already you mean like, gamma yes yes sorry <laughs> i'm forgetting to use the greek alphabet yeah my, we, we, we can dive into that part <laughs> later yeah. but yeah I, I think i mean granted there could be more later on but i feel like even on those four levels there's like not much variety i just kept seeing all the same enemies yeah and and eventually like the big idea and i'm joking but i'm saying like the only ver- sense of variety is that in the later stages some might come from behind you yeah <laughs> oh my gosh and right. then you have to just dodge them because you can't shoot behind you so it's like 
thanks, but Section Z even figured out, like, <laughs> oh, that should happen, like, right away, and you should be able to shoot behind you as well. Like, and that game came out into the arcades in, like, 85, 86, so there's really no excuse here. And I get the whole, like, you know, just a raw shmup. I just don't think that if you're going to do that, if you're going to just have it be like, you know, you're a, you're, you're a spaceship and you have to go against, you know, an entire army with no power-ups or anything like that, you have to do something in terms of, like, maneuverability or weapon uh, – not weapon diversity, enemy diversity or, you know, exploration diversity. Because even, like, being – if you could move from side to side in the screens, but you're just locked to the screen you're on, is so little going on that it it's not a very – pleasant experience to keep trucking through even if you wanted to there's not enough happening here to stimulate the mind you actually don't even get to go uh, all around the the screen that you're on yeah there's a there's like a force field that stops you from going to where the enemies are and i don't know that can be an issue too though if like i mean i will i don't know why you'd be up there to begin with unless you're trying to evade a lot of a lot of uh enemies but if if the only direction you can go is in that direction, then you're fucked. <laughs> right, and and it's true because even even a game like 1942 would let you go all the way to the top of the screen. It wasn't recommended because yeah. your enemies yeah, right, appear, right. but yeah. <laughs> there there was no invisible barrier. It's very strange. Yeah, I and you know, I will say like I like I said I I was not a fan of this game. I just wanted to put out the parts that I thought like I could, why I could see some people liking it. You have to be a very specific type of person, I think. But uh, but yeah, I, I didn't think it was great. Although I did, I would, I think I would take this over 1942. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Okay, but. no, I, I like 1942. I like that theme. At least, it, at least it has. Wait, a, what was the theme for 1942? It, no, no, not the music. The music was terrible. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because the music was. No, World War Two. Yeah, that's right. No, I meant like you know, yeah, World War Two. Like I prefer that over this. But if we want to get into that, this this has a pretty cool story in the manual. It has. In the year 2010, (laughs) just setting way, way into the future, uh, of Dimension Almanac. (laughs) It's like, is that the book, Dimension Almanac, and then like it describes all the dimensions? Anyway, in the year 2010 of Dimension Almanac, there was a mysterious planet named Gordas, which was moving in the darkness of the cosmos for the purpose of mass murder and plunder. (laughs) The planet so, itself. Yeah, <laughs> it was gonna. Yeah, I guess like steal from the from the the, the planet, the other planet, the rich. Yeah, the people of the planets. Who knows? <laughs> Everyone gave up fighting against Gordas because of its awesome power. I love when awesome is used to refer to things that are like big Truly or like awesome. yeah, like the yeah, actual you know, like, original definition of awesome. yeah, like <laughs> like people might say like oh Thanos is awesome, right? But they're more talking about like the character. But to describe Thanos is power as awesome yeah. is like a different kind of right. awesome. Yeah. It it's means cool. like, in, like, like, like it's, odd, right? Yeah, like, like, like in awe of yeah. how much <laughs> power he, he holds. So like, Honestly, what a great paragraph this is. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it keeps giving. It keeps giving. It's, so everyone gave up fighting against Gordas because of its awesome power. One day, a brave soldier riding a space patroller challenged Gordas to a fight. People called this space patroller Final Star. Such a great name. (laughs) Wishing to be saved. You must bring an end to the murders which have been committed for the past 2,000 years. This is just so strange, though. They keep, I'm just amazed they keep using the word murder. Yeah, murder is (laughs) very strange. That's the planet's goal. He just wants to murder. I don't, I, 
Continue. No, that's 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 it. But also, like, <laughs> I'm confused because does that mean since the year 10, there's yeah, just been murders right. from Planet It Cordis? was in the Bible. <laughs> well, this is an alternate well, dimension. It's in dimension. This is all Almanac dimension. Yeah. We're not yeah. there. Oh, so... So 2010 is just somebody else's 2010. Yeah, yeah but they do have the Greek alphabet. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So <laughs> that's Athens where we was got thing, the Greek but alphabet. not necessarily religion. Okay. Yeah. Right. Wait, maybe we are in, Pro- I'm sorry, not Project Almanac. Dimension, Dimension Almanac. Almanac. This is Dimension Almanac, and, you know, Mega Man happens in Dimension Dictionary. textbook. Yeah. <laughs> And so, as we're alluding to with the Greek alphabet thing, each stage in the game is named after a letter in the Greek alphabet. So you start with alpha and beta and um, gamma, gamma delta. And delta, and you work your way through this until you get to omega. But at the at the end of each level, there's an end of level boss. Oh wow, finally something yeah. different, right? No, they don't even fight back. No, it's the just bosses. like a thing you have to shoot. It's just right. there. I can't believe they're even describing them as boss fights. Like they're not boss fights. The bosses have no offensive abilities other than collision. (laughs) Don't run into them, but shoot them for sure. But but they do at least have an original design for each level. Yes, and uh, well, yeah, they have they they have the the Greek letter on the front. No, yeah, yeah, but (laughs) an original design. Right, but I'm saying they each just have the same two cannons that fire a few shots at your ship. Does that go through? Because I assumed because I didn't get very far, I was like, oh, the later levels must have crazier. Uh, yeah, they, I don't think they do. No, same two cannons. Okay, yeah. good. They have, so, they have a, a new letter. Yes, a different yes. letter each time. That's what so I'm in it for. What's yeah. going to be next? <laughs> well, you know, too, because the stage tells you which stage you're on. But after Omega, after beating the same boss 25 times, now you're on stage 26, which is just the infinity sign. Uh-huh. And you would think, like, wow, now I've really pushed the game to its limits. No, that just means you'll be playing this level on loop. For infinity. <laughs> Just that level? Just that level for infinite loops. Wow, that's that's, that's a really nightmare. that's yeah, that's actually pretty profound. Right. It's almost like you think you've beaten um the Gordis, but really <laughs> you have to just keep it occupied for eternity. It's like yeah. the end of Doctor Strange. <laughs> all you've yeah, all you've done is Gordis has tricked you into into thinking you've won, but you actually die, and now you just repeat the same level over and over again. Infinity. All right, I actually think that this is a brilliant game now. <laughs> it's a co- yeah, it's actually the ending of Mass Effect Three. <laughs> Don't spoil it. I've heard how great it is. Yeah. <laughs> Were you serious? I haven't played it? I haven't played it. Haven't oh, played okay. He hasn't played any of them. I won't yeah. spoil it, but I think that... The, you know what? It's funnier thinking that as you get close to working your way through the trilogy, you're going to be like, oh, but I know how Star Force ends. And then I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like oh shit, it. now I figured it out. <laughs> this is going to end just like Star Force. <laughs> so that's an interesting twist. Like someone, Someone did that to me in the past where they set me up to believe that an ending to something that I didn't know yet was going to be like something and it turned out to be nothing like that and that was like a very nice thing they did 
because it totally like shocked me when it didn't happen that way. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Was it me? It wasn't you. Oh. It will never be you. God damn it. But it's also it simultaneously always you in Gordis's <laughs> uh, Dimension <laughs> Almanac. <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to talk about when it comes to gameplay here? What gameplay? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, trying to think. There's got to be something. You shoot about, bullets. Right? You, shoot you shoot bullets, bullets. and yeah. rapidly shoot bullets at certain points. Yeah. And, you know, it's weird to me that there even is that power-up for the rapidly shoot bullets because there are no other power-ups. You it's could also weird. just tap like the button. Thing. It would do the same it's, thing. It's, it's, I, I couldn't do it as quickly as the uh, Well, I think you could also just have a rapid button. Yeah, on, like, you know, if you had like a turbo controller or something. Yeah. I'll mention two things. There, There is a tips and tricks section in the manual. Ooh. And uh, this is not one of those tips and tricks, but I think it's worth mentioning. This game is so formulaic to the point where you can determine which direction the end level boss will move before it even appears by just looking at your score. If the hundred digits is an odd number, the boss will move to the left. And if it's an even number, it'll move to the right. Wow, that's, like, that's like cheating. I, yeah, I don't, that's I don't think that's cheap. fair. That's cheap. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly cheap. I can't believe you would do that. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about um, Kid Nicky last week, and then we were cheesing that game for just a <laughs> section of it. Nobody bats an eye. Yeah, this is here. This is just for a game this polished. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is in this game too, like points points i guess matter right if 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 it's a raw shmup and you're it's an arcade style thing uh, a score might matter to someone not if you just have to play the game forever right and most things are worth like a thousand points or you know a few hundred points there is a way to get one million points by just one particular object that's only available at one point what so the- when you get to the violet continent and you see, wait, 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 back up here. I don't know what stage it's on, but it's it's a violet oh, color. Yeah, I thought it was like this is what it's called, and you were expecting us to like know the no, violet. No, 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 the, vi- oh, the vi- okay. like the asteroid, the violet okay. asteroid. Uh, you see this fossil on the left side. If you go to the right of the fossil and shoot at it, Cleopatra will appear. Like just just the face of Cleopatra will appear. Shoot her. Oh. And you'll get a million point bonus. So these game designers were were staunch anti Cleopatra. <laughs> yeah, and she also exists in their dimension. Which also, <laughs> yeah. what's confusing is that's why I was thinking it's the same. The, dimension. These are, we're, but we're following the Greek yeah. alphabet. But we're, now we're using Egyptian characters. Well, Greece and Egypt were actually they actually shared a lot of uh, culture and trade. That Greece explains Cleopatra. why Assassin's Creed Origins then went to Odyssey. Yes. Yes. Go Bills. Great. That's the only things I have from the tips and tricks section. And that one actually is called out in the manual. That, like, shoot Cleopatra no, for so a million not, points. It's not even, like, some crazy, like, secret thing. No, it's, it's just, like, in the it, manual. It's referred to as, like, the seven mysteries of Star Force. And that's number seven is, like, can you find the coveted million-point bonus Cleopatra? Well, if you can, shoot her in the face. <laughs> I think we have to move right into sequels and spinoffs. There were. Let's do it. Great. There were. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then there into... were two. Wow. Yeah. Um, both Japanese only, I'm, I'm pretty sure. The first one, Super Star Force, which is released in 1986 for the Famicom. So it came out before even this one comes out in North America. Do they keep their austere, like, no nothing design? You or? know, I looked at it and it, I want to say yes. You know, wow. like, it, I'm sure it includes. Something extra, 
But let's see. What is it? What do we got? What do we got here? Star Force, unlike most shoot 'em ups released during its time, Star- Super Star Force is a combination of a shoot up and an adventure game. Players must go back in time in order to defeat Gordis. Again? However, seven time stones must be collected from each level's <laughs> oh, no, hidden I dungeon. You're making an adventures joke. <laughs> no, this is legit. <laughs> Taking advantage of the time travel opportunities during the game can help to unravel the mysteries of time and space. Players have to simply repeat the actions of the distant past in order to progress. All right, so it's it's got something. Yeah, that's something different. I'm actually now yeah, very that sounds, curious. Yeah, that sounds interesting. You go through different time periods. You start in zero 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 one, three zeros, and then a one. <laughs> That's called the ending of the fetal movement, and this is the legendary underground slave-owning empire of Erugeniba exists near a vast number of distinctive volcanoes. What this is, is an NES game. This is an NES game. Then you go to 316 Genesis. This era is characterized by rugged mountains and huge pieces of inorganic ground materials. 820 The Do- The Dawn. Uh, filled with numerous mom- monuments to the past, this level is the most important in the game. Oh, the entrance okay. to the Eridurera forest demon ruins have been closed. The key to opening it is the statue of Dorera. Mike, are you reading copy, or are you reading like what's, what somebody like described? Is it somebody describing the game on a forum right now? Uh, or? No, this is on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> So, I have to play this game, if we're being honest. <laughs> this is an NES game? This is an NES game. I wish it wasn't a shmup. Right, with time travel. Because that's just actually an RPG now. Yeah. <laughs> it's time travel, and uh, it's also a shmup, and it's also an action game. I'm in. So, we will play this game. No, it's No, it only come. ever comes oh, to Japan, oh, but yeah. I have to go home and play this game, like, tonight. I have to order it or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what's funny is this is this was supposed to be the bigger thing, but now it seems like the time travel thing is just awesome. <sighs> if you go to the manual for Star Force, you will see that they say that Super Star Force is coming soon. I did notice <laughs> that. Oh, yeah. no. They are so cocky about how this game is going to perform that they're already teasing Super Star Force because it's already out in Japan, 1986. So, they're like, yeah, look out for Super Star Force, the game that never comes. And I think that's funny to like tease that in a manual and then just be like, yeah. nah, we, we don't have the funds. The to first vaporware, this. huh? Yep. And then in 1992, just for the arcades, we get Final Star Force. Still Gordis is um is <laughs> his still, name is Still Gordis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still Gordis. Gordis um this is a millennia ago a mysterious force known as Gordis perished in a long battle. So now it's a thousand years after oh, 2000. We are the history now. Yes. Uh, however, Gordis has been brought back to life by a race of aliens known as the Borrigan. Are they talking about a planet still? Or are they yes. t- the planet? Yeah, the planet Gordis. It, it's been brought back to it's life. It's, it's brought back planet. to life. Okay. And it's now in the process of ravaging the Earth. An entire planet is now ravaging, ravaging another, another planet. planet. <laughs> <laughs> Two spaceships, the Blue Nova and the Red Nova, are sent to fight the Borrigan forces and destroy Gordis. So the gameplay of the final Star Force goes back to the formula of the original Star Force, but with updated graphics and finally some extra power-ups. And PvP. 
Yeah, so that's good. Other things that have been changed from the original are the style of the title screen's logo. <laughs> We've all been asking for can, that. Yeah, Wikipedia can be so specific at times, but nobody asks for it either. <laughs> anyway, it's clear Star Force is not a franchise that people are demanding, and 1992 marks the end of Star Force. So we might as well just mark this the end of us talking about this and move right into the Essential Games List. Well, if it didn't give it away that we've been talking more about the sequels and spinoffs <laughs> than the gameplay of the original game, Sean, please tell me your vote for the essential games list when it comes to Star Force. My vote is no, it is inessential. This is the template for a denial of entry into the essential games list. Nice. Joe? Yeah, I'm also going to go with a, with a with a no on this one. Um I still do think that there are people out there that will enjoy this. But I think you you are going to say that about every game at this point. Well, the thing is that like they're listening and they're like, "Why do you keep talking about us like we're lepers?" <laughs> yeah, there's some there there's freaks out there. <laughs> no, I just mean I just mean that like I still think I I I think to me saying it's worse than 1942 I thought 1942 is still the, like the lowest of the shmups that we've played, but I think just because it's like it's just it's just about your skill with it. Like I think if you are really into shmups, you might have a mediocre time with this. Let me clarify with that. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be horrible. I didn't like it at all, and if you're if you're not a huge fan of shmups, I definitely don't think you're going to like it. You may dislike it less than us. One thing I forgot to mention, just about the way I played this, maybe it'll give you a better idea of the kind of gameplay it is. is you know, in a movie when they're when they're showing a video game, but you 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 understand that like the whoever made this movie doesn't know how video game how it looks <laughs> to play a video game. That's how I look when I'm playing this video game. It's like so button mashy to me. So I, I'm not very good at this game. Uh, maybe that has to has to do with why I didn't like it very much. No. It didn't. Okay. And also, yes, it's not a great game, but it's still okay to some people who might like shmups. Stand by it. Star Force is like if in Super Mario Brothers, all you could do is jump. There were, <laughs> there was nothing, like there was no fire flower or anything. Land, like, yeah. yeah, there was flat land. There was no platforming. <laughs> it's like in a JRPG where you never upgrade your combat gear and you just and you can't change your classes. There's no magic system. Right, the character you are at the beginning is the character you are at the end of the game. <laughs> you didn't grow up at all or anything. It's just a random battle generator. This really is just a story about, you know, a guy who challenged a planet <laughs> and single-handedly not only won but knew he was going to win from the beginning. He didn't no. he didn't upgrade himself. He didn't He didn't win. He didn't work well, oh, yeah, that's right. He just goes into the Infinity Zone. Oh, my gosh. The Infinity Zone, Infinity Stones. This whole episode has been nothing but Avengers. There's a team called Star Force that fights the Avengers. Wow, this is getting crazy. Anyway, the vote is obviously no. I'm still waiting to play Star Force. Uh, like, you know, I don't know what I experienced, but it's the equivalent of, you know, when you watch, like when, when you stay on the title screen too long... <laughs> And then the game just starts playing itself. 
that's what that's what I essentially did during my time playing Star Force. Is I felt like I was watching the game play itself, but it was really just me playing dis- it, doing nothing. You had dissociative episode <laughs> while playing this game, right? And I'm I I think that Super Star Force sounds awesome, and I know it can't possibly deliver yeah. on what it's offering. But it sounds like Star Force meets Chrono Trigger. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Exactly. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Which is just impossible. <laughs> so uh, my vote is no, but I'm definitely going to check out Super Star Force. <laughs> that is all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. Join us next time where we do another great NES game in chronological order. Uh, if you're wondering what that game is, I'm stalling to find out as well. But while we're stalling, why don't you check out www.nostalgicast.com. Sean, what can they find there? They can find every episode that we have ever recorded. And we can also, you can also read the manuals. No, not the manuals. We have, <laughs> we have, we have articles about things. Yeah, we have articles. We have a few. And, and also it, from the website, you can type in, you can search in the search bar at the top at the URL for the manuals and read the manuals that way. You could do that. That's just your browser, but <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah, we have all show those notes things are show like notes. Yep. We have links to cool things. Great. We have a contact form. Which you can use to get in touch with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please do. The uh, Also, what was I going to say was not the, the, important? No, that you were going to say what the next, the oh, next yeah. game was. Super Pitfall is our next wow. game. So you guys all remember Pitfall, big game on the Atari 2600. Some say it invented a genre. It didn't. Uh, <laughs> but sure, Pitfall, whatever. That's how indifferent I am. But Super Pitfall <laughs> sounds like it's going to be a blast. It's like Pac-Man, but then you hear you got Super Pac-Man, and you're like, oh, what, what needed, Whoa, what needed upgrading? Yeah. must yeah, be like, superior. Right. So we'll play that for sure, and you'll join us next Friday. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I hope you're having a great uh, time. It's time for the post show about Kid Nikki, guys. We haven't <laughs> yes. talked about Kid Nikki for a week. Okay, what's going we need, on? I we have need a more about Kid Nikki. Uh, you know what? I got a T-shirt that somebody made. I, it may have been my roommate that made the T-shirt, but it's a Kid Nikki T-shirt. Going forward, I'd like to um, have a fifteen-minute meeting every morning, just on our Outlook calendars, that just says Kid Nikki. Yeah. We don't have to meet. Yeah. We don't, don't know, have, you know, like we don't have to talk about it or anything. I just want that fifteen minute meeting that shows up in your like, you know, laptop, just to remind you of like, oh yeah, Kid Nikki is a game that exists, and I should be thinking about it. Yeah, no, that's why I got the shirt. Very similar to how like I'll call Joe every now and again and just be like, don't forget that Kingdom Hearts three came out. <laughs> no, yeah, and best, we can't it, wait it, for it, it anymore. Like, you, you, right. you guys aren't going far enough. I'm getting a tattoo on my palm that says Kid Nikki. Oh, just so that you can says it? Yeah. It's like a memento. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It'll well, say Kid Nikki and the date that the episode came out, right? Well, yes. That's funny. So funny. So this way you right. remember all the good times we had recording the episode. And just to remind myself that it exists. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're punishing yourself for just being a part of the universe where it exists. Yeah. By cons- constantly reminding yourself about it. You're doing a great job of it right now. Right. I'm, hel- yeah. I'm helping 
Every Sunday, instead of meditating now, I actually just go on top of a rock, <laughs> squat there for a unlimited amount of time, <laughs> hoping that, like, you know how, like, there's, like, enlightenment with the Buddha? Yeah. I'm hoping that, like, by squatting on that rock for certain time eventually i'll just be teleported to a secret area right. well and, don't forget yeah. your secret stabbing technique which is if you drop something you can pick it up <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's a good way to end this thank you for humoring us <laughs> we are so sorry that we did this to whoever listens um good night or morning but not Afternoon, but not day. afternoon. Yeah. Please, if you're listening to this in the afternoon, afternoon. Yeah. we're very disappointed. You know what? The, the favorite time for me to play Kid Nicky is 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 right in the afternoon. <laughs> the best time right. to play Kid. That's Nikki. why you shouldn't be listening to this right now. If it's the <laughs> afternoon, you should be playing Kid Nicky. <laughs> the best time to play Kid Nicky is all the time. <laughs> right back at you.